They absolutely New Hotly Noah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I gotta listen to my good friends, Celestia, Turtle Pig Productions, and Slurp Talk, talk about genitals. <laughs> oh my, Rebel Rez. Rez came into uh, into the stream today too. Hell yeah. So that was dope. Friend of the show. A furry friend. Yeah, our favorite fervert. <laughs> yeah, if you guys have, if you've listened to that episode, after you're done listening to this, if for some reason you're listening to this first. Did we start? We yeah, haven't. sure. Why not? <laughs> oh. Welcome to Hardly Knower. <laughs> Jesus, Lord in heaven. My name is uh, Professor Turtlepig. Uh, it sure got, is. Uh, got Celestia and Slurp Twerp with me here. How are you two doing? Big O thumbs up, you fucking assholes. All right, perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and we have a returning guest here, uh, our dear friend Escow. Escow, how are you doing? I'm still alive, so counting it as plus. a win today. We prefer yeah. that. Yeah, living and breathing. We like on you the on right this side, side, of, the side of the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah there you go. Yeah. <laughs> good shit, good shit. Um, yeah. So, the fuck did we talk about the first time that you came in? We talked about, oh, cult, like, American like, American uh, experience. Yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. My that's man, right. my man Turtle here, sticking with his bit of never remembering who's been on this show. <laughs> to be fair, that was a while about. ago. All right, fuck you, first off. <laughs> usually it was just, a, you, you usually can't remember a week ago. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I've been good about it the last couple of ones, but, <laughs> you know, whatever, it's fine. Um... But yeah, so now we've got you back um, and we wanted to throw out a trigger warning for anybody because we will be talking about something that's a little bit heavier. Um, and so we, there will be discussions uh, surrounding, I guess, like the recovery or, or, or finding yourself after um, abusive relationships. Um, so we are not anticipating or planning on going into, you know, like, like, like dwelling on the abuse part. However, it, it is going to come up, right? We are talking about, you know, the aftermath, I suppose, of abusive relationships. So, yeah, so um, it's, just wanted we, to kind of cover that ground. We just want to make sure that in the, you know, somewhat plausible chance that we get into a little bit of that stuff, it's, you know, you've been warned. Exactly. Exactly. Hence, trigger warning. So, there we go. Um, Future editor Sean here. Uh, additional trigger, potential trigger warning. We also get a touch political towards the end. Uh, nothing wild though. But yeah, I guess like like I kind of uh, discuss what it is that we're going to be talking about. But uh, ask how I guess in your own words, what is what is the topic that you kind of wanted to wanted to bring up today? Oh, I mean, you said it the way I intend to speak about it. Um, I just like um, I was in multiple abusive relationships, um, starting with my family, uh, two exes, I mean, they, they got really bad, really crazy. And, uh, and it took me a long time to like, like sort through all of that, analyze it, filter it and figure out like what part I may have been at fault in and what part was absolutely out of my control. Right. And, uh, and I felt that, um, that was, it was a very, very important step in figuring out like how to heal from that. So I, I wanted to kind of share my journey and, Hopefully somebody else can benefit from it as well. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, and thank you. Thank you for, yeah, for sure. like sharing and, and like being open and willing to talk about something that is so personal and and um, being willing to help other people and wanting to help other people like through that and like share like what you've done and things that have helped you or that you've noticed as well. So um, I don't want to say I'm excited for this episode because that's a little dark. Um, that's not the word either it is like not the word i'm looking for but like i I do feel like it's going to be a a really important and and beneficial episode yeah um so um especially as the show's gone on we're getting more into more like we will have our silly fun episodes but we also want to even in the darker episodes we try to have a little bit of fun when it's appropriate but as a show we're we're trying to do as best as we can to like introduce Use our voice to uh, give power to those who have different experiences or even experiences similar to our own. Just uh, mm-hmm. something that's going to be helpful to our listeners. I know we have some people that are the younger age, like 18, is where uh, the analytics cut off. So go. Um, all all those 17 year olds yep. <laughs> have either stopped listening or are now, at, as our request, are using their parents' uh, account with their parents. 
or they turned a family, all that stuff. Yeah. So this is, I think, especially stuff, especially uh, uh, content. I I want our younger leaning audience to hear, like our our eighteen, nineteen, twenty year olds. I think this is going to be a really important episode. Uh, For sure. For sure. Well, because I mean. I mean, like, like you said, we talk about a lot of like dumb, silly shit a lot, which, which I love doing. Dracula you know, suck your dick. Dracula suck your dick. Um, those are those important episodes too, in their own way, but absolutely, you know. Um, but you know, we 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 always describe our podcast as life, love, sex, relationships, and, and, and genitals, genitals, of course. Um, but you know, life, love, sex, and relationship, and genitals, all of those can have serious topics tied to them as well, right? You know, so like there's there's no need necessarily, uh, you know, for every 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 single thing to be, you know, just kind of like like poking fun. We will poke fun, you know, but but there's there's plenty of opportunities to have like good honest conversations around any combination of of, of those topics, right? So absolutely. So before we get into it, um, cheers. Whether you have hey, alcoholic oh. or non-alcoholic drinks, um, love y'all. This episode is sponsored by Cacti for for slurp twerp. <laughs> it's in what a is cacti. It's in a agave spiked seltzer. Oh, mm. it's have, made I have with my own agave right here. Hey, oh. my man! Nice, Cazadores. That's a and that's a pretty solid uh, tequila. Oh, it's one of my favorites. It's, it's also. It's, in my top five the, it's cheaper so, than some of the super popular ones so. yeah it's it's just as good as a lot of those if not better than a lot of those like name brand ones and for mm-hmm. a far better uh price mm-hmm. what is what is a is that is is cazador is that a place is that a, a what is it's what a, a hunter it's a, a hunter i see yes. okay that's why it has a tag on the front yeah. yeah gotcha see my only experience with that um term is uh is is from fallout so in fallout new vegas there is something because you know new vegas and you know whatever Uh so it's in it's in the desert and whatnot and there's uh there's these giant horrible bugs called cazadores that fly around and sting you to death and they're the worst fucking things in the world so the term cazadores like scares the shit out of me just by like seeing it just because like those things will fuck you yeah 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 appropriate yeah yeah exactly like the worst fucking enemy in the game, but anyways, yes, uh, yes, cheers. Your ass getting hunted. Yeah, exactly. Good old ass hunting. Uh, apparently, this is made of a hundred percent. My favorite kind uh, of hunting. Premium blue agave. So that's you know that you know you know it's pretty good. Then oh, maybe pussy hunting is like my first favorite, and then ass hunting. After that, yes, the tears of hunting. I don't Very know if uh, hunting. So hunting seems. I go on the prowl for puss. Oh God, we're back on the prowl thing again. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, we just we just wrapped up your stream not too I long ago. I just want to go ago. full yeah. hog, you know. Oh yeah, do some porking. You get to porking. Yeah, I'm so mad at you guys. Do a bit <laughs> of a porking <laughs> with that hog. Uh-huh. Christ Almighty! Well, I'm on the prowl. And then swing it, yeah. swing that hog. Oh, oink swing oink! It. The worst. The worst. <laughs> Is there any possible way to transition to our topic? (laughs) Not cleanly, not not cleanly at all. Oh, man. Uh, Let's see if we can, like, A to C this. Um... (laughs) No. So let's talk about the topic, huh? So, I mean, like, I guess where's a good, where's a good, like, it's not that was traumatized, right? Maybe we can give him some tools. Yeah, perfect. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah i mean um my my family hasn't been the best and uh they never had the highest opinion of me or at least they didn't show it if they did and uh unfortunately that gave me a really low self-esteem so when picking partners um it i mean it didn't seem very um likely that i would get anything you know that you would see in the movies you know that it's like, oh, I'm, well, I don't deserve that. I'm not good enough. And so uh, just had some really crazy stuff happen. And next thing you know, um, my life is just like completely in shambles. Yeah. And like it was three partners in a row that were abusive in some way. Um, and it, I mean, it, it took me, I think, until I was on the street um, 
living out of my car trying to um find a way to like get enough money to maybe get like one of those by the week hotels or whatever mm-hmm. um I mean I did have a job uh luckily I had enough money to get a, a gym membership so you know I had a place to shower I had a place you know right but um I was just like like how did I get here you know like and so I I actually I started like really like digging deep to figure out like how did I not see this coming because I mean you would you would think after the first one okay like I should I know the signs now right and then the second one again like same thing and then the third one was even like well, I don't know, crazier, but she was like, like more off the wall on some of her topics. Um, and so mm-hmm. I, I was just like, I, I, how did I not notice, you know? And then <laughs> I started thinking. Patterns of abuse. Yeah, no, I started thinking about it. And I was like, the, the biggest reason that I didn't notice it is because I was just happy that somebody wanted to be with me. Right. You know? Like it, I, I would just put everything aside because I was like, look, there's there's somebody who believes in me enough to say, I want to be your partner. And um, I mean, that's nice and all, but, um, you know, I, every one of us deserves at least some basic. More than that. Yeah. Way more <laughs> yeah. than that. Every yeah, some, single yeah. human being deserves more than just like this person is willing to say that they're mine right like that's yeah. so bottom barrel acceptance so um have you so sorry my, um it, it's interesting that you that you bring that up as far as like like just bottom of the barrel requirements right like like mm-hmm. that's that's all that's that's required because like there's there's a trend i guess on the internet not a trend i guess but there's like a there's like a like a character archetype that's popular um sorry we're showing showing the weeb the weeb stuff right now um but i don't know if you guys are, are familiar with the term yandere um but it's it's like a it's essentially like a psychopathic to? Yes, well, please. I, I need you to explain this to me. I'm, I, that's why I was going to. I was just. Gonna, I was just going to in case. Um, I want the listeners it, to feel better for not knowing either, because yeah, it, it's like it's like somebody I'm with, with you, like listeners, a, like an obsessive kind of like almost like 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 psychopathic, um, you know, kind of like obsession with you, like the kind of person that's like, oh, I love you. I'm going to kidnap you. You, you, you know what I mean? Like 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 that level of of, of attachment. And it's been, yeah, 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 misery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that, that kind of thing. But, you know, obviously they, they, they hope it's some, you know, fucking 18 year old cat girl, you know, in a Japanese school girl outfit or whatever it is. Right. But, um, the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's, it's interesting because like, there's such this like fascination and this like romanticized version of like this kind of like archetype, which is terrifying you know and scary and like i even found myself falling into it as well you know just kind of like uh, oh man like it's like have somebody that's like that into you you know like kind of thing but it's like that's not like that's not enough (laughs) and that's that's definitely not good for you you know absolutely but like if if you if you're if your image of yourself or if your your idea of your own self-worth is 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 low enough like you will take anything if they will treat you like you're important like like you're the right. person and it's never know, like kind of due to like your own fault that you have that low image like as sure. Kyle was like, talking about mm-hmm. earlier like it came from like early in in the family like even if maybe they did care in their own way or whatever they didn't show it you know and it wasn't like prevalent from Certainly what I'm picking up I'm not trying to like put sense. words yeah. into like your mouth here mm-hmm. um <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I, I, like I don't remember. Oh, sorry. You're fine. Definitely feels like for sure, you know, like as we're talking about started from like an early learning of like what love is like platonically and like within the family and then accepting very bare minimum with, you know, romantic partners in the future because of it. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly the way it was, you know, like they used to tell me um, I I don't want to speak too badly of my brother, but they, he's, he doesn't have the best ideas for certain things. Um, right. He's, he's one of the type of people who worship money. Mm. And, uh, I mean, that, um, that can put people in a really weird position, uh, morally, you know, for sure. And, um, um, I used to hear all the time, like, why can't you be more like your brother? Yeah. And, and the, and that's actually what they were referring to. Like, why why can't you value money the way he did? You know, right? And I was just like, like and I, that wasn't I mean, important to you. 
yeah, like I, I want to have enough money to be comfortable. I mean, nobody ever wants to be poor, but mm -hmm. I, I'm not like the type of person that's like, like, oh, I'm going to be a billionaire, you know? Like, right. No, like, I, I mean, I, even if I made it big, I, I don't, I don't know how I would handle that. That would, I mean, the money part would really freak me out. For sure. Know? But, um, but Sounds yeah. stressful. So, to me, work has always been about like, um, helping people like solve problems, which is why I got into tech. Right. And I want to, I want to be able to like, like figure out what the problem is and a good solution to it. And then kind of like pair the problem with the solution. Um, and then unfortunately uh, I did that with, with women as well. Right. You know, but right. Um, yeah. And, and finding women that you could maybe like, quote unquote, like fix or uh, or that you could help you, not even fix yeah. but like help right like it wasn't even conscious though right like it was just more like a hey subconscious this, person, this is what i like yeah. doing and this is what makes me feel good is helping people uh -huh. yeah and so then so then uh it it always seems like uh and I, i'm 100 sure that it had to do with my own self-esteem because i didn't right. value myself other people wouldn't value me either and so mm -hmm. the people that actually did come to me they were pretty broken themselves you know right and so in my mind it was like i'm helping them while they're helping me right we're like mm -hmm. we're helping each other right but um i later figured out and then i mean years years later figured out that they didn't want to help me and that they were just taking the help from you and abusing yeah. your love and exactly, your compassion yeah. and your help and um and i don't i don't know that they even did it um you know consciously, uh, consciously either yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just, we, we were probably in the same position, you know, and then mm -hmm. it was like, oh, this, well, this guy actually is interested in me, you know, and, mm -hmm. and none of us actually like sat there and tried to fix our own problems. We were just looking to try know. to fix each other's problems yeah. and make each other better and, and then not working on your own selves in that yeah. for sure. And that comes again from just the way that you were raised and, and how you were treated too. Yeah. And then, um, it didn't really help after, um, my first ex, I mean, I, with the whole, you know, criminal situation Right. after that, like, um, it is, it's really hard to find a partner that will look at you and not judge, you know? Um, I mean, in this day and age, everybody judges before they even know all the facts anyway, you know? So. Right. Everyone's a Google search away uh, within <laughs> learning yeah. someone's screen name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I'm I'm just like, uh, I I I always wanted to be honest about it, but it's it's very hard to know, like, hey, should I wait for a few interactions or should I like say it immediately or stuff like sure. that? But I absolutely right. will. There's never, never like a right time. Yeah, I will absolutely never never go like meet somebody face to face without letting them know because that that would feel like a betrayal to me if like we hung out and I was like oh by the way you know right so like talking to them on the phone or doing like yeah. a discord call or something first sure. and just like having that conversation about like come beyond this podcast what's happened right yeah because yeah. again it's no fault of your own but it like I, I understand why you feel that it has to like have a disclaimer or why like sure. you need to bring it up but again it's of no fault of of, mm -hmm. of your own and any decent person realizes that when when you decide to share with them yeah but unfortunately also um and i'm sure all of us have experienced at least a little bit of it with online dating like you find some winners out there that you're like what and so <laughs> yeah now you have that experience and then somebody else telling you like hey you know i have this this one issue in my in my background and and then it's immediately like oh this is just another like liar asshole or whatever you know right and it's so like, no that's actually the opposite like being 100 percent truthful here <laughs> yeah yeah and and um uh the other thing is uh, at my age it's really hard to find um women who don't already have kids Right. And uh, I mean, now I can probably find some women whose kids are off in college or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know? We're not worried about them anymore. They're off yeah. in school. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, you know, when you have the whole mother 
situation trying to protect their kids then it also gets really crazy sure. so like like finding somebody that i can connect with is is a lot harder and uh and i had the same situation that turtle had in texas because <laughs> you're still in texas yes shout out baby hey. <laughs> So um, negatively though that issue for 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 those that are unfamiliar is that uh you know it it turns out in texas the, the brown folks don't get as many right swipes as uh as other folks do so we unfortunately we get right swipes but then like right on the profiles like uh i don't date hispanic right yeah it's just a fetish, it. it's, 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 yeah. it's a fetishization kind of thing right it's it not, is it's not they a don't want to date, date. they just want to fuck you and then yeah. like say like i fucked this person because i'm yeah. into them but i don't want to date them outwardly because like my parents yeah. be mad or whatever it's like because because i don't date like rapists and you know mm-hmm. yeah I mean, no, no, nor, nor should anyone, but I think that's coded, isn't it? No, but yeah. that's like their. Yeah. That's their fucking thought. Right. That's their racism. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. I don't horrible. date rapists and murderers and job stealers or whatever yeah. their fucking I, racist ideology idea yeah. ideology is. You know, like, I know there are plenty of those. I'll people fuck out. them, but I won't date them. Like, uh, I, I know there are plenty of those people out in the world, especially uh, maybe geographically closer to me. I don't interact with any of these people that often. I'm not meeting these people in the wild either. You're yeah. also not dating, though, Slurp. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? We've been I've... in a solid relationship for years now at this point. Like, you don't, yes. you don't come into contact with these people. Your circle of friends aren't friends with these people because no, they're all your friend good. circle are mm-hmm. not racist yeah, assholes, right? Racist assholes. Of course you're not running fairly... into them in the wild. Like, you have no opportunity <laughs> The, the other thing that the it, last time oh go ahead sorry the other thing that i've i've noticed is uh, i talk to my white friends all the time and they're like well yeah i've never noticed this right but when white people are around white people they don't it, it really never comes up right like it's not like they're usually going around saying like oh i hate black people i hate Mexicans. right I hate no white people you know? do this all the time uh I've been, I've certainly been on the other end of like another white person going like so and so other race i'm like hold on <laughs> like excuse <Yikes. laughs> yeah. don't don't look at me to sign off on your race yeah. that's not cool <laughs> yeah go find your co-signature somewhere else yeah holy like, shit not the last time the second to last time this happened someone just said like a racial slur and uh, looked at me like this so and so right and I it was like 9 in the morning I had just woken up oh, and I was, all I could muster was like just, I'm not the one, man. Let me have a coffee first. For those listeners, that was a strong head shake. He, he was, was yeah. shaking his head, eyes Come closed, on, both hands up in a surrender near his head. Nah, yes. man, I ain't Just the one. Absolutely not doing it. Slurps not fucking with it. It's too early Plus. for this shit. And fuck yep. racists. Uh, correct. Not literally. Or maybe don't. But, yeah. No, yeah, not literally. Not, not literally, yes. but yeah. like. But also, but fuck them. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. And I, exactly. you know, there, I was gonna pitch maybe find your own, but then I was gonna say that's gonna lead to inbreeding. But I think, you know, that's they are right already on. doing that. Yeah, yeah. They don't need any. They don't need any help. They, that, but... they beat me to that punch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yikes. What are you doing? Yeah. Racists and inbred circle, like, is it's not a Venn diagram. No, it just... it's it's a circle. It, it, they gotta circle. keep the I, yeah. keep the bloodline pure, right? Pure. That's what it is. Is that what it is? <laughs> and I will admit, I've done a I've done a good job Gross. cultivating for the most part a life where the people I interact with uh, are are not gonna be shitty. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, goal. whenever you're dating, you're you you have to go outside of your normal cultivated circle, right? Yeah. And so yeah, uh, you run into these assholes. I would. I remember whenever I was browsing this stuff, I would take screenshots and send it to you guys of all the like Dixie flags and all there. the people. Yeah, you know, they were just like, no Asians, no blacks, no Mexicans. It's like, oh my god, oh, Jesus man. Christ! By, by right dating now, history, like a... <laughs> does it include a lot of people that would have like ties to the South, let alone America? Yep, 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 yep. I've not dated yeah, so... someone from this country for more than a day or two. Nice. <laughs> God bless. God bless. But yeah, so, so um, I w- definitely was in a really difficult spot 
and I just kept running into the same type of woman, right? And so, you know, I'm already down, depressed, having trouble. There's somebody who shows up. They're, you know, seem to be wanting to to help or whatever. And then it's a whole bunch of take, 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 and no give. And, you know, I'm just looking the other way, have no confidence. I'm like, well, at least they want to be with me, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, yeah, uh, after the third one threw me out, I, I paid rent. Um, I paid bills. I paid her insurance. I paid her car payment. Um, and then the day after, like I had maybe like $3 to my name and she was going to get paid the next week. Um, she threw me out of the house, found all my stuff outside. Oh, so, damn. yeah. So I was like, this is, yeah. Well, like I, I something's got to change. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I probably, I lived in my car for about three weeks. Uh, continued to go to work until I got arrested for sleeping in front of a um, Walmart parking lot, even though Wait, Walmart. Walmart? Has, yes. He, nobody cares about Walmart parking lots. So Walmart is multiple actually. sources that like that's a, yeah, if that's you a have safe to, place. Yes. Yeah. With um, it usually is right. But I, I will mm-hmm. warn everybody if if you go to a Walmart parking lot and you are asleep, uh, you will be w- woken up by a cop. Right. It's absolutely you're going to be woken up. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with me was that, um, I was in I, what one would consider the wrong part of town, um, mm-hmm. uh, based on where, where we were working. I was, you know, trying to find the closest Walmart to the job. Right. Not the best location, but the closest. Yeah. And so it was, it was a kind of a more upscale place and, uh, the police were not very happy with me being there. So, um, you know, he woke me up. He was like, oh, you know, I got to do um, uh, a, a check just to make sure that, you know, everything's okay. And yeah, yes, sir, officer. And he's mm-hmm. like, and then he just started saying like, oh, well, have you been drinking? No. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, you look really groggy. I was like, well, you did wake me up. Right. <laughs> like, good morning. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, like, you know, step out of the car. I was um, woken up. A sobriety uh, test. Abruptly. Yeah. Sobriety then, test first thing in the morning. I'd be so pissed. Yeah. And then uh, obviously I'm, I'm groggy and, you know, got woken up out of sleep. So I wasn't going to pass that test. And then he said, mm-hmm. well, it doesn't matter. Uh, sleeping behind the wheel um, is is just like like being drunk behind the wheel. It's, it's actually a lot driving. of driving. You well, were parked and like it was it was 12 degrees that year. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12 degrees Fahrenheit. So I had the car on to have the heater on, right? And oh, so, so that's that's where the issue was. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I got arrested. Uh, the judge in the morning ended up throwing it out. He was like, no, I mean, you were in a parking lot. You didn't, like, there was footage showing that I didn't move for hours. You know, right. he was like, okay, whatever. And he threw it out. But um, I didn't make it to work. And then obviously, you know, work was like, where were you? And right. You have I didn't to have anybody. Yeah, I didn't have anybody to call and be like, hey, this is where I was. And they were like, well. Right. It was know, just no like a no call, no show. Yeah. Ugh. So, yeah, I was like, I don't know, maybe like $100 from being able to put my payment down at the the weekly hotel or whatever. And then I lost my job. And then I wasn't going to find one immediately because winter is the worst time to find a construction For style sure. job. I mean, that's. You know, it's rough all around, but I imagine construction yeah. is is yeah fucking impossible. yeah until like January you don't have any budget right so mm-hmm. like right. all the the work just because all the spend up. is done right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and so if you're lucky to be on a construction site that's multiple years you know then mm-hmm. you can actually have secure job during the right. winter and there's is, work that goes through yeah I was on one but you know obviously get fired from it you know you're not getting a job for a little while. And then a friend of mine was like, hey, I, you know, I can't have you living on the street. Come move in with me in Houston. And I was like, this is going to be crazy, but at least I'll have a place to stay. Well, <laughs> fuck it. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, I think I they're building stuff the down there, right? Yeah. So I, I went out there and um, and then um, so she's she's one of those Trump Republicans, which at the time he wasn't in office. I had just like Obama had just been elected uh, right right yeah. and like 
all of our conversations were like, like, oh, this guy is such an idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing, blah, 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 you know? And then I, I started seeing the undertones, right? And I started mm-hmm. seeing like, oh, this is, um, this is like, you know, dog whistle stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I started realizing like, hey, like, why didn't I see this stuff? I, I, I can figure this out when it's a friend talking about, you know, a, a, a racial situation. Why can't I figure it out when it's somebody talking about me? And right. I started digging really, really deep inside. And, uh, and that's when I realized it's, it was the self-esteem thing, right? Like I didn't, I didn't think that I was worth uh, being able to be talked to like a normal person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, um, so I started, uh, uh, you know, reaching out to other friends, um, especially the friends that got alienated with my exes, you know, being crazy where they Mm -hmm. were trying to get me out of there, but I would defend them, you know, and then they, so a lot of them just kind of stopped talking to me, you know, they were like, well, you know, I I can't deal with this anymore. So I started reaching out to them and I was like, Hey, I'm really sorry. I'm thank you for like doing what you did. And I'm sorry that I acted the way I did. And the the few that actually started getting back to me, I, I was like running stuff by them. Like, Hey, you know, this is what was going on, you know, what did you see from your, your side, right? Like, I, I want to know, I right. mean, obviously Trying you want to like to evaluate leave. the situation yeah. from like an outside perspective. Yeah. And like, obviously you wanted me to leave then. Like, what did you see? Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see it, like what I saw versus what you saw, because obviously we weren't looking in the same direction, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I started getting these, um, the information and, you know, started really thinking back like, oh, well, when that was going on, this is, like this is the type of fight we were having this is the reason we were having fights and uh, granted i i did things wrong as well right like anybody with a low self-esteem is also gonna um treat people badly well, we all fuck up but it doesn't yeah. mean we deserve the treatment that is yeah. received um but in general I, I started seeing the trends right i started seeing mm-hmm. the patterns and um and then once i started seeing the patterns it was just like uh, hey <laughs> how did like, why did I allow this? What what was the the underlying problem or the underlying thought that I had about myself that allowed me to think that this was okay? Mm-hmm. And so one by one, I just started attacking them. Like, hey, um, so I feel I feel that I'm not attractive. So how can I make myself feel more attractive? Mm-hmm. You know. And so, um, I mean, it was just, hey, um, maybe we're better clothes right like better clothes that fit your body type because we all get into that like hey i'm just lazy i'm just gonna throw on a t-shirt some jeans or t-shirt and some shorts or whatever everyone if you're having trouble just throw on a couple episodes of queer eye and that'll (laughs) get you fucking amped they i put on a good shirt just feeling good about get a nice floral shirt on slurp and i both agree on that one so and and do it for yourself too right like yeah do it for you not that is i think ultimately that's why i i I suggested that show in particular because it is all about like you're just gonna feel good about these five Uh gentlemen helping people in their lives and they give just good advice about how to live your life for (laughs) yourself first and like uh, build from within from the core and then uh, the results it radiates out yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Exactly. Exactly. Because I mean, yeah, if your if your view of yourself is shitty, then how how can you expect other people to view it, you mm-hmm. in any other kind of way? Right. Because it, it shows in the way that you act, in the way that you take care of yourself, in the way that you treat others and all those other kinds well, of things. Even and just so, like present yourself like mm-hmm. subconsciously or like with small little things that maybe you wouldn't think other people notice, but they do. Oh, yeah. You know? like one yeah. of the biggest ones that my friends told me was that they would give me compliments and I would tell them like, no, you're just messing with me, you know. Right. And, uh, and then so um guilty. So I mean, you can you could just say that so many times as a joke, right? If, sure. If you say it more than that, then it's obviously like like hey, like I'm actually trying to compliment you. Like and you're mm-hmm. telling me you're telling me like, oh no, you're a liar, right? Like yeah. right. um and after after a little while your friends are gonna be like, Well, you know what? Well, why should I even give them a comment a compliment anymore? They're, mm-hmm. just, they're gonna, not gonna receive it yeah. and like brush it off, like why am mm-hmm. I even trying? But like Thankfully, I we all have, I think at least now, friends who will tell us otherwise. It's funny you mentioned that because I um I've I've I, I've I've mentioned before how I started getting back into like dating apps and shit like that, mm-hmm. and like I've gotten to the point to where whenever I match with somebody, I don't believe it, <laughs> and that, like and that's 
that's kind of sad, right? Like that's yeah. that's that's an that's not a cool thing. Like I, I'll either assume I assume it's a bot or I'll assume it's a mistake. Are, are generally my 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 first thoughts whenever I see a match. And so that's you know, and and like you're saying, it's important to kind of like identify those kinds of things that you find, you know, that that are obviously an issue, you know, and then try and figure out like what thoughts lead to that, and then try and attack those thoughts, right? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's something that I think everyone can. Mm-hmm can 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 take note of if, if they're if they're experiencing you know these kinds of things where you're like I, I keep falling into these kinds of pitfalls where i'm i'm not fucking myself over but like i you know like i i definitely um i'm not yeah. yeah i'm not helping right for sure so yeah so so that i mean that was a a, a big one for me was um you know not feeling attractive uh and then it, it's funny too because then you go back and you talk to people from your past and they're like like you were like the most attractive person I knew or whatever. And I'm like, what? Like, and, and it's, they probably were yeah. there telling you this. Right. And they were maybe not like direct to your face, like, Hey, you know, like you're really hot or whatever, but they're, they're obviously giving you these clues, but since you don't have that self-esteem, right. You're just like, there's no way. Like, yeah. And unless it's directly said to you. Yeah. Like, and even if it is like, no like turtle said, like, you don't, you won't believe you're it, joking. Right? You're pretending yeah. you're not real. It's you're just trying to mess something. with me or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so um, there's, I mean, there's probably people out there that might have been interested, but I just like completely blew them off, right? Like I was like, oh, there's no way or whatever, you know? Um, And then uh, the other thing that I had a a lot of issue with, uh, my family always told me like, you know, the whole money thing, right? Like uh, you, you have to be successful. You have to, you know, go to school and, and, uh, and whatever. And Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to say that um, I focused on the knowledge, right? But on the back end, there wasn't that, you know, good job or reward or whatever that I was supposed to get, right? Right. And um, and then so that also had was like a point of contention with myself, you know, like I'm like, oh well, um, uh, and then you hear it a lot from the wrong group, but they're like, oh, women only want guys with money, right? Mm-hmm. And so you hear it over and over and over and over. I'm like, well, I mean, I don't, don't have a woman. I don't have money. I mean, you know, correlation is <laughs> like, that's why I don't have a woman. Right? Money and... equal woman. <laughs> yeah. And it so... can, but I mean. It can, but that it doesn't but, necessitate happiness. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not happiness either. I mean, you can be a billionaire and have a little 22-year-old on your shoulder, but are you happy? That's a transaction. That's not a relationship. Yeah. Often, I you know I don't want to judge everyone. I don't want. Yeah. To... I mean, yeah, no, I mean, like. I'm sure, it's I mean, possible. But... Yeah, for sure, for sure. But if I've seen, you know, movies. But but then again, like I also I also believe that like relationships are based on who you are, and that billionaire is, like he is a billionaire, right? That's who he is. So you can't really separate his money from him, right? And so there might be actually somebody who, I mean, that's, I mean, obviously part of who he is and they see that, but that's not necessarily who they're looking for. You know, it's just like, oh, that's, that's a part of him that I have to like accept. Right. I don't know any cool billionaires. Yeah, no, (laughs) basically all billionaires can suck my cock. Millionaires, you're fine. Billionaires, you stepped on some people to get where you're at, and oh, yeah. I'm Absolutely. gonna probably eat your ribs smothered in barbecue sauce. <laughs> I'm still of the opinion that, like, after a certain amount, it's just like, all right, cool, you won, you won at capitalism, right? <laughs> and anything <laughs> else that you get goes goes yeah. goes to people that need it. We do exactly do a trophy, a holiday, like yeah, exactly, uh, whatever every, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's give the millionaires a holiday, like once you want a badge, cool, you get status, a badge, like, yeah. whatever you want. Must then like fucking you whatever don't your need birthday anymore. is. What the fuck? You don't need anymore. Elon Musk, whatever your birthday is, that's Elon Musk Day, and we all we all say how cool it is you got there. Good mm-hmm. job. And now now make help people out the rest of never us. starve to death, right? right. A thing or, I believe like, is within his means at this point. Absolutely, to not start to and provide housing for literally every person in the United States. Yep. We're witnessing. It is absolutely 100% within his means individually, not even calling yeah. on anybody else. No, he could just do it. He could just yep. do it. He could just do this thing. He chooses to not. 
He chooses to be a fucking villain instead. We're, we're, we're witnessing true life Lex Luthers in this bitch. I was about to say Lex Luthor. <laughs> and like Batman, like, oh, I'm going to go to fucking space. Who was right. the other one? Right. Um, going to fucking go to space and like my private spaceship and whatever. Both of them. Both of them right? are, like, are wanting space stuff. And yeah. it's just it's just like you could be doing so much more right now. <laughs> And you're trying to play 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 spaceships like fund NASA then give NASA the money mm. they've needed for years. Stop. Oh yeah, no like, like you know. Have, have you ever looked at NASA's actual budget throughout it's the years? It's so small. It's so ridiculous. It's, it's insane to me that they were able to make it like to the to moon. do anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they reuse old spacesuits from like the fucking seventies and like eighties mm. still like. Yeah, and then that's wild. ridiculous. I, I hear people saying like, "Oh, they they fund NASA so much, like they should spend money on something else." And I'm like, "Have you seen their no, budget?" No, NASA like... has nothing. Give NASA more, please. Yeah, Fuck. let's uh, let NASA give a, give NASA a couple more bucks. I don't think we need uh, a thousand more fighter jets that don't work. <laughs> yeah, no, fucking shit. Yeah, so over it. The military spending is stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, all to like, privatize businesses too. Like it's like Halliburton and shit. Anyway, that's what this podcast is about. Welcome to welcome to <laughs> welcome to far left liberals <laughs> featuring Turtle Pigs, Lip Turp, and Celestia and Escal now. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's obviously like a ideology, like the hosts especially all lead into so we will kind of like accidentally tiptoe into like political Oops. shit it, it, it's yeah. part of life so it is part of life it is we, we don't I mean, we don't try to but but it comes robber's up. discussion got a little mm -hmm. socioeconomic we, we definitely you know what, though? got into yeah, some like we were saying our lives are political yeah like it's just i mean honestly to... a lot of like a political um uh, political policy is going to determine a lot of things like here in Texas, especially with like abortion yeah. rights is just mm -hmm. one thing we could spend episodes. Oh, on. oh God. For Voting sure. rights. Absolutely. Voting rights is another huge one. Mm -hmm. so, rights, all... Adoption rights, human rights in general should not mm -hmm. be up for debate. And for some reason they are. They are. Yep. And they fall all under sex, love, sex, life, love, relationships and genitals. They do. Mm -hmm. They do. Yep. So the shit comes up from time to time. Uh, uh, future Sean producer, throw in another fucking trigger warning. We get a little political again. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Fucking oops. Sorry, Escal. So. Anyway. <laughs> Right, yeah. If there's one thing that I know about Esco is that he he hates talking about politics. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we want, we could just drag me into this. Wait, drag me into this. <laughs> I would I would never talk about. Like, All right, you know, I can go. Awareness. I could go a little long. I think I've learned <laughs> I could go two hours on this show. I cannot go yeah, three. Yeah. God bless. Oh, hot dicks. Where were we? Um, abusive relationships. Yes. Recovering from them. Where were we? <laughs> yeah. So we we were introspecting, right? Like we're we're trying to ah. resolve the the inner right. issues, right? Because once once you figure out like who who you really are in, on inside and um and who you really want to be, right? Then then um you can like find that path, right? And so where I was where I was at the reason we talked we were talking economics was because I was uh I was explaining how it was very hard for me to stand up economically, right? Like. I was put in a position where I, I, I couldn't find a job. Uh, I was being told that I couldn't find a job because I didn't want one because I was lazy, right? Um, I actually went to uh, one of those, um, like those job assistance places run by Goodwill. Mm. And the lady uh, who, who I was assigned to told me that exactly that. She was like, oh, you're just, you don't have a job because you don't want one. And she was like, what we're going to do is we're going to, um, start a how was that helpful yeah so she said we we're going to start a binder right and then i'm going to go out and find applications right and then she gave me two different color stamps one of them was first interview the other one was second interview and then uh i was going to either like notate whether i was hired or not hired right and so i would make a photocopy of all my applications put them in the binder and then if i got an interview i'd stamp it with the first interview if i got a second interview i'd stamp it with the second interview and then um you know hire or no hire and uh 
I did that for probably about six months and I had like 1300 applications in there. Good right? Lord. Like, I, I have since talked to people and they give me the same reaction that Slurp just gave me. Like, like that's how a can lot. You, yeah, thir- like 1300 yeah. jobs that I applied for, right? Like, yeah, when you told me about it, I was fucking floored. Yeah. Over, floored. over a three year period, I had gotten to 5,000 applications, right? Like, there's that's a lot of rejection, right? <laughs> um, probably about 85% of them had a second interview. And the reason I got turned down was at the point where the background came up, right? Which is the the most annoying part because every single one of those applications had that option, like, hey, check here if you have, you know, yeah, and then then talk about it, like, like, well, what was what was the the um, situation? What was the disposition? Right? I would always fill it out, and every single one of them acted like they didn't know and that I was trying to hide it. I'm like, it's right. right there on your application, right? Like it like, was the first thing that I put, I, I put yeah. in there and you got me to the second one and now I'm denied because of yeah. the thing that you knew about the entire time. Yeah, which obviously, I mean, that obviously shows that nobody ever reads that, right? But absolutely, you know, there were like, they're so, they're, oh my God, it's so fucking stupid how, <laughs> how they just don't read the applications. And uh-huh. it's like, that is, compl- that is your job as a hirer yeah. like that is that is what you are supposed to do and the hiring manager is supposed to, like what what else what's the point what's yeah. the point of fucking filling them out you know what i mean it's it's so fucking frustrating i've learned yeah. one thing from working jobs in general it's no one ever reads shit yeah but uh yeah so so trying to like fix myself during this much rejection was was very difficult right sure um i understand but um but i i feel like I feel like all of that helped me to realize that, you know, a lot of it is not necessarily your fault. Um, and, uh, and I mean, that was proof, right? Like, uh, I, and I, I continued that, that log for way longer than I probably should have, but I was just trying to make a point to all of those people who were like, like, Oh, you don't have a job because you're lazy. Right. Like, right. And I'm, then you can be like, no, it's not because I haven't tried. Yeah. And here's, throw the here's 5,000 applications. Like, how many have you applied to in your entire lifetime, right? Right. Here's Maybe the weight of two dictionaries. You know, basically, like yeah, exactly. How many have you applied to in your entire lifetime? It is not a tenth of this. Yeah. And so I, I mean, I was applying to everything, right? Like I was applying like uh, clean toilets, whatever. I applied for it, like mm-hmm. you know, um, wait staff, which is probably like the worst job you can ever have. Um, I did it. Retail. Mm-hmm. I mean, I put myself to college working three jobs. I had like a, a retail job, a catering job and a regular like serving job. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was still like really hard to make ends meet. Yeah. And then still scraping bottom of the barrel and still eating shitty and skipping yeah. meals and missing necessities. Ho- hopefully you get close enough with like the kitchen staff to like, they'll hook you up with some food, like a shift. Yeah. Well, that's, that's actually, uh, I was working at that, that place that I told you that you should try out. Shout out to my main man, Peter, back in the day. Always hooked it up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was like a family-owned um, Tex-Mex place that uh, I actually uh, used yeah. every day. I believe we talked about this. Yes, yes. Um, so I, like, it It was actually pretty good food. The fact that I ate there every day and actually enjoyed it. You, you can know, shout like, them out again if you want to. Yeah, uh, I mean, sure. Their name is Lupus Tex-Mex. E. Yeah, in Arlington. And... Um, where was the so the original was in Bedford? Uh, then there's the one in Arlington over on Lincoln Square, and then they had one in, um, oh man, where is it at on the north side? Uh, Richland Hills, North Richland mm-hmm. Hills. But um, yeah, I mean, I so I worked there. Um, uh, it was also, I mean, it was it was terrible <laughs> working at a restaurant and trying to go to school at the yeah. same time. And then I I don't know anyway, um, but all of that like all of that experience like taught me that that um, a lot of a lot of the reasons why I had a bad self esteem were not my fault, but it's still my responsibility to make sure that I I keep up my esteem right. Sure. And- right, it's not your fault, but it is your job once you understand mm-hmm. what it is. To, to try to work on that and it's not like 
saying anything's gonna get fixed overnight or that oh, no, it's just gonna be like not. oh like we're better yeah. or anything but like once you realize it like it is your responsibility i suppose to to like notice it and realize it and work on it instead of like pushing it away and saying no you know mm-hmm. because the minute you decide like i'm not going to deal with this i don't want to deal with some pushing it to the side you're dooming yourself to deal with the same mm-hmm. repetitive bullshit that you've been dealing with forever yeah and then at the point once you get to the point where you know what the problem is i mean that's when your responsibility starts right like yes yes like hey i know what the problem is well now you can't blame it on anybody else you know like mm-hmm. you know what the problem is now it's your turn to fix it right and yeah. the only person who can fix it is yourself mm-hmm. like nobody can come and be like hey this is how you fix it right like right there's no magic wand of like yeah. blink all right you're better and that's i mean they won't even know like the circumstances that you've been through right so so you definitely have to dig deep and and be like okay i i gotta do something and of For course sure. there'll be people to help you right Sure. yeah but but at the but end of the won't. day you're the one that has to live with yeah. it right so like everything that you go through at that point once you realize it it's your it's 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 on you because mm-hmm. you're the one that has to answer for it at the end of the yeah. day right but definitely so. like reach out to those people who do care and who do love you and like will Absolutely. give you that like helping hand while you're going through it and dealing with your shit because like as you're dealing with it i'm assuming as you're probably gonna hopefully go on to say it's like you hopefully didn't deal with it like 100% alone you know? Oh, no. No. And, and like there were people like there and like having people to like rely on I would assume mm-hmm. is like super important and like people that you can like trust so the biggest mistake I made trying to get out of this was to think that I could do it alone yeah right like that that is the biggest mistake like you, you need somebody um even if it's just to like like be like hey I messed up like I took a step back right yeah and that person just being there to be like like oh i believe in you right like mm-hmm. uh, how can i help right not not trying to jump in and be like oh what you got to do you know just having right. that one person you trust that's like like oh you slid back oh, oh well you're telling me now so obviously you know right like mm-hmm. you're good you need some help do you need is there something i can help you with you know i'll definitely find that at least one of those people if not as many as you possibly can so it's like yeah. gonna be like a soundboard that you can yeah like- talk to like uh-huh. bounce ideas off of and like give yeah. you some like constructive feedback yeah or even just listen right like just somebody who's not going to immediately judge you right mm-hmm. um uh and then if you ask for feedback then they'll be ready to have it you know right but um but yeah definitely um make sure that you have those people in your life uh and then make sure that anybody who doesn't act like that is not center in your life right like for sure protect um, your inner circle and like yeah. yourself yeah and then and and don't don't try to do it alone don't you know you're just like you might know what the problem is but you definitely can't see yourself from within the hole right like right. Yeah. you're to look down into the hole and be like oh well, i see how far you gotta come New but when you're looking up yeah when you're looking up from the bottom i mean it just looks like you'll never get out you know mm-hmm and and be receptive, I guess, of, of of your friends whenever they do try and 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 step in and help out and whatnot. Because sometimes it sucks, you know, and sometimes oh, yeah. it hurts, and it's not what you want to hear or whatever. I mean, like Slurp and I had a situation a couple of years ago where he had to step in and be like, "Mate, you're 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 in a bad situation, and you should not be in this situation." And I was like, "Fuck you! I know what I want. I like this girl a lot. She's super good for me, and it's going to be awesome." And it wasn't the case, um, you know. But you know, yeah. at the time, obviously, I was heated, you know. And it took me, mm-hmm. it took me a bit for me to to get over my own ego, you know, just because I don't know. I'm I'm very much like I want to figure things out. I want to do things my way, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, sometimes sometimes your friends are are, are are going to try and help, you know, and For it's sure. hard to hear and it's hard to to, to, to process that information. Um, I'm not saying don't like you don't always have to take the information and you don't always have to process it immediately mm-hmm. because you probably won't. I mean, that's just that's no, but definitely try take to the advice, though, and like take it with a grain of salt, but like also yeah. don't brush it off. Like I would, I would right. definitely um, my recommendation is try to find a way to figure out what it is they're seeing. Right. Mm-hmm. Because again, um, I, 
um, that was one of my big problems was that I couldn't see it the way they they saw it I saw it from my angle right, right. and then my angle was really skewed you know like I my self-image was skewed so um you know if you're looking into one of those you know mirrors at the fun house like you're you're gonna look really crazy and so other things that could like be very obviously out of place are not gonna stand out because everything looks crazy you know mm -hmm. and so so just maybe like stop and be like what what are you saying right and then and then use that information to be like well am i still on the right path because they don't know the whole situation either right right so instead of like being so, defensive about what uh -huh. they're saying question what they're saying and like yeah. why they think that way so i've been like oh mm -hmm. you obviously just like yeah. don't like this person or don't like me just be like okay well instead of that like why yeah and and it could be it could be a situation that um you might be able to fix without you know destroying everything in your life if you catch it fast enough right like you're like oh sure. well you know what i'm gonna set this boundary now right and then if they want to come meet me at this boundary then that's great but if you let that go for years uh, setting that boundary later is going to be really hard right and if, like, if you're yeah, friend, pushing that boundary all the way back again yeah. after it's already been pushed so many times is difficult yeah but if if you were to have listened to your friend in the beginning like hey you know like you could maybe have thought like oh yes you know may um you know my friend obviously cares about me a lot and may want to be like you know get rid of this person but you might be able to be like okay well let me try setting this boundary first right and if if they accept this boundary we don't have to like you know stop the entire relationship right and you can try to work and if they don't so you're yeah. all jammed yeah. together but yeah that's um you know like you were saying not necessarily um the exact words that your friend is saying but like why why mm -hmm. are they bringing up that's i think super important because you might you might be able to um that's that's another thing i recommend is be careful who you talk to about other people yeah because sometimes you will say something very biased right and so that that person has no other information than your own mm -hmm. they will only know what you've told them right and, right uh, it can become an echo chamber or it can become yeah. the opposite of that where it becomes hurtful toward you. Yeah. Or, or it could just be like, you know, and either decisions. way isn't. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. either of any three of these are not what you want mm -hmm. when you're reaching out to somebody or talking to somebody about things that are personal and things that like matter and things that are really important at that, at that point in time. Yeah, it's so, all yeah. contingent on like w what kind of relationship relationships you have with different people, people that are only going to know one side of it, people mm -hmm. that are going to have like both sides of the story. Like, like you there's did. a lot of complications. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, on the one you referenced earlier. On that one. I can't yeah. believe that's been almost like four or five, four, four, four and a half years ago at this point. That's so long ago. It does not yeah, feel was, that long. It was, it was a few uh, New Year's ago, I believe. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Was it was wild. Like three or four. Because I was at the house at the time. It was more than three years ago because or, I didn't know uh, Zell yet. So uh, yeah. Then yeah, 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 yeah. I was at a put. I was put in a weird place in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was unfun. And, and, I'm sorry about that. But yep. yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, you uh, know, as is my life. But yeah, so um, obviously you're probably the only person who knows. The majority of the story i mean you might not even know any of it i mean all of it if you're not trying to pay attention yourself but um but also like other people can see something that you can't in yourself right so yeah so it's always accurate as well it's always um uh, like i've i've made it a point lately to to try to uh, figure out where where their advice is coming from so that i can make my decision based on that information not necessarily on the actual advice that they're trying to give you, but like what brought up the advice, right? And, uh, you know, and, and it could also be like something that I'm doing wrong. Like, hey, my friend is only hearing all the negative stuff, not seeing all the positives, right? Sure. And I'm just, Which happens a lot, right? Yeah. Because like you'll talk to your friends whenever things are bad. And so they'll yeah. only hear the bad things about this person and they'll right. assume that this person is a piece of shit. But like they don't see like the nice things yeah. because you're only reaching out whenever you're having a hard time or whatever the case may be, right? So For sure. Yeah, but it, it's 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 very important to filter it through everything, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, and then 
the hardest part I think is like trying to figure like step back and look at your own actions. Like what what part where am I screwing up? Right. I mean, I'm not saying that anybody who screws up deserves abuse. Um, and uh, no, I don't think yeah people deserve abuse. Well, I, I just right. reiterated it because you know people will be like, oh yeah, I screwed up. Well, so I deserve it, right? Like you don't deserve abuse. Um, Never. But, but it's also it's abuse, like abuse. I don't think it's like something you've earned. Right. But just, yeah, there's yeah, there's definitely actions shitty. that you can take you know, uh -huh. in future iterations that can get you out of these kinds of situations, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, but so what, what I'm saying too is that like there's actions that you can take that are negative based off of a negative situation that will make the negative situation worse, right? And, uh, and then you can go back and analyze that and be like, I shouldn't have done that, right? Uh, but I, I find it very, very important to um, not, like not, don't blame yourself. Like, hey, the abuse um oh yeah well i was pretty shitty too so like that's you know obviously they were going to abuse me that that's obviously that's like, the wrong way of thinking about right? it for sure but but you definitely should look at what you did wrong and then try to change that right so because even because well, none of us are perfect and i feel yeah. like even in an abusive relationship we can still do things that are wrong again like you said does not mean mm -hmm. that we deserve the abuse or that the, the abuse was supposed to happen Mm -hmm. But like, I, I think even in an, any relationship that is not abusive, you can mm -hmm. still reflect on any relationship yeah. that ended and say, I did something wrong with this, mm -hmm. that, or the other thing. And we can yeah. all grow from every relationship, not even romantic relationships, from friendships that fail mm -hmm. or even like family relationships that, that fail as well. We can all learn. And well, again, doesn't mean we deserved anything that that we got uh -huh. um we can still learn and we can always improve upon ourselves even if we didn't fuck up you know right absolutely sorry guan is requiring so much attention right now I don't oh know what's i going see on. He, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's just needing all of the cuddles right now holy shit you know what sometimes kitties need cuddles sometimes kitties need cuddles god bless it's the podcast voice he's all like <laughs> that that is act that is exactly it because he yeah. knows the difference between my streaming voice and then my like podcast my podcast and my, my like vid chat voice are pretty similar and so like if 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 i'm doing that he's like oh he's not that's not working right now you know what i mean and so he comes <laughs> to hang out whenever i have this kind of voice as opposed to whenever i have my my stage voice i suppose you know yeah so, so he is in my lap right now sweet baby super spoiled um, but yeah. Hey, we well, like it when the pets are spoiled. We do like that. We do like that. Well, Escal, that was a fun uh, chat. I mean, fun. I mean, it was. It was. It was. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I, I don't want to say that it was not a fun chat, but you know, we definitely did touch on some some pretty pretty serious topics. Was Was there anything that you wanted to hit on particularly that you did not get the opportunity to in this chat? No, no. I mean, I, I think I. I was able to touch on everything i just you Sweet. know just kind of reiterate you know like figure yourself out before you try um like figure out who, who it is that you want to be in and where you want to be before you try to to move in any direction because if you if you choose the wrong direction i mean it's just gonna hurt right so so sure. find that find your starting point and then you know use it as a compass like this is where i need to be so this is probably the path that I need to take. So like, well, kind of what I'm hearing is like, definitely make sure that you're, you as a individual is at a good place, focus more okay. on being like centered as an individual rather than like needing traction from a relationship. Right. Um, well, if you have a broken compass, then you will get lost no matter what, right? So you've yeah. got to fix your compass first before you go on any other adventures, right? So. For sure. Boom, what's up? Eat my dick. Get, lick my metaphors. What's up? <laughs> you say lick my metaphors? Like my metaphor. Um, I said like, but lick it with too. The, I guess. With the, lick it. Lick with it. The, the energy and fervor you came in. Sure. <laughs> yeah, lick it. So, Escal, thank you for coming in. <laughs> Good. Uh, always, always lovely to have you. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Um, is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, no. 
All right. Well, if you if you ever decide that you would like to come back, we would love to have you. We've been we've been having a lot of repeat guests lately, and I love it. Yeah. Um, so you know, we would we would love to have you back. I'm you know, a big fan of. I'm a big fan of having these repeat guests. Hell yeah. I feel Hot like it start. It's like each one has like an arc. It's like we're learning more and more about these lovely people that are in uh, your communities, my friends that are like all like. We're building upon these relationships. I think it's a beautiful thing. Esco, I, I like hanging out with you again. I hope to talk to you again in the near future. Uh, yeah, definitely. Fuck yeah, hot dicks. Slurp, where can the people find you? Oh, gosh, I have other podcasts. Um... <laughs> Don't sound so excited about them. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God, I have some other fucking podcasts, baby. <laughs> uh, you can always catch me on the Castultants. It's a podcast where Jake and I were the two professional podcasters. And on each episode, we help our guests uh, perfect their podcast passion project. I'm also on ThankPod for Cast Cars, an exhaustive look at the Fast and Furious film franchise where Sam and I were the per, uh, two pod. Wait, I already did podcast professionals. Yeah, 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 we're the precision <laughs> podcasters. There you go. And you we're going it. through, uh, you know, those films. Zell, where can everyone find you? You can find me on twitch.tv slash the last day every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 5 p.m. PST, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sundays at noon at Twitter uh, and Instagram at Celestia with two A's at the end. And on Fanhouse, Celestia, you can support me. Uh, and I get 90% of the revenue. And you can get some like little behind the scenes, doggle pictures and. Uh, other fun stuff. I also have a merch shop with Turtle Pig. You can find that at designbyhumans.com slash shop slash tater pig shop. Uh, you can find new designs every season on there and you can also find the hardly know her design which was created by my big sister, Creepy Pesta, uh, which is there. So it's a great shirt. Um, also, you can find me at twitch.tv slash turtle pig productions and patreon.com slash turtle pig productions. And if for some reason you can't remember that, you can check me out at turtlepigproductions.com. My website is back up and looking slick. Um, I stream Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Um, a lot of video games a lot of tabletop a lot of art um but that's me and a big fat fucking cheers for everybody cheers cilantro cheers.